Welcome to Cool Mom 101 with Emily Kylo. Every week, she's bringing inspiring guests to help you embrace motherhood the cool mom way. Emily knows firsthand being a mom is hard AF, but she's passionate that doesn't need to be the end of the story. Shift your perspective on what it means to be a mom while learning practical tips and mom hacks you can use right away. Stay you while nailing the mom game. That's what being a cool mom is all about. Class is now in session. Here's your host, Emily Kylo. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Cool Mom 101. Thank you so much for tuning in and welcome to episode number 13. It is a solo YOLO, so it's me uh, chatting about my experience with my home birth. So I'm going to be answering the questions that you had and just chatting a bit about that whole experience. Let's get right to it. I want to preface this episode by saying that I firmly believe that all birth, no matter how it happens, is beautiful, and I think it's completely up to you to decide what's best, and I don't ever want anyone to feel less than because their birth didn't go according to plan. Life does not always follow a plan, so it's not surprising that birth plans are the same way, and it's unpredictable, and you have to kind of roll with the punches. Let's start at the beginning of my kind of pregnancy story. That's where I'll start. So while I was pregnant, I hired a doula and that was one of the best decisions I ever made. Sandy, shout out Sandy. She was awesome. That can really help you to understand the birthing process and also help you vocalize what you really want uh, for your, you know, labor and delivery. So pregnancy and birth are some of the first times that you can make certain decisions as parents. And for us, it was so, so helpful to have a doula guide us. And that's something, uh, if we have another baby, I would thousand percent do again. For our birth plan, it was as follows. I wanted to do most of the labor at home and then end with the delivery at a hospital. As some of you might know, I did end up having, and the purpose of this whole podcast, I did end up having a home birth. So that was in reality what I had wanted. You might be asking yourself, why didn't you put that on your birth plan? Great question. And the truth is I was a bit scared to commit to a home birth, even though that's what I wanted. It's so ingrained in our society that birth equals hospital that I didn't feel super confident declaring that I wanted a home birth. While we're here at this point, I wanted to share a few stats on home birth, and I'll link the study that I got this from in the show notes. A few stats that I found kind of interesting. So home birth rates vary worldwide from 0.1%, that's in Sweden, to almost 20%, and that's in the Netherlands. There's been a huge shift to hospital births in um, the 50s, so it wasn't always the case that it was, you know, Um, monopolized by hospital births. That's not the case. So just an example of that, in the UK, 80% of women gave birth at home in the 1920s. And then by 2011, 
it's quite a while, but by 2011, there only were 2.3% of births at home. So there's a huge shift. And I won't get into that too much, um, but it was just some changes that happened with um, the field of obstetrics uh, kind of changing into the hospital setting and a few other factors. So while some studies suggest a small but significant increase in neonatal death and adverse outcomes, the majority of studies across a variety of countries have shown no increase in neonatal morbidity and mortality for planned home birth. So that's something that gets um, brought up a lot from people who are vehemently against home birth. And this, um, I think it was a meta-analysis that I'm referencing, shows that that's not really the case from what the research is showing. Last point here, additionally, maternal outcomes are consistently better for a planned home birth, including less intervention and fewer complications. Wanted to share a few facts um, to get just a taste of the kind of landscape for home birth. Now let's fast forward to the birth itself. Leading up to uh, the night that I went into labor, I had quite a few signs pointing me in the direction that it was going to happen. So I was pretty confident it was going to come on pretty quick. So I had Braxton Hicks contractions kind of a week out. And that was one case where Sandy, my doula, was super helpful. She kind of kept coaching me to tell me that that's okay. Like that's your body preparing. And that was huge for my peace of mind. And then the mucus plug actually came out that day, which is a very classic telltale sign that typically labor is coming. It's not always imminent, but it means, you know, it's, it's coming. So around 11 p.m., this was on the Monday, I was in bed and I started to get some contractions. And because I knew that this part of labor can last a really, really long time, so I knew this and thought, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sleep. Let's get some rest because, <laughs> you know, they don't call it labor for nothing. It's work. I'm at this point resting. So I slept for about two and a half hours. I woke up because the contractions had really picked up. And at that point, my partner Mario was still asleep and I labored by myself for about another hour. And then I woke him up. So by the time I woke him up, um, the contractions were very close together and were probably at that point upon reflection, about at the interval which you would go to the hospital if that's what you were planning. So we, first step was to call our people. So we called the doula, uh, called the midwife team, and it was funny, we were talking on the phone, Mario was talking on the phone to the midwife team, and I can hear them asking, you know, the requisite questions. And I think for first-time births especially, women often think that they are a lot further along than they really are. So I think the midwife team was really trying to figure out, is she actually in labor? And I remember I came out of my zone that I was in during my labor and contractions, and I came out of my zone and I said, get the F here now. And I remember that so clearly. I was just snapped out of my zone and was like, you need to get here now. And then fast forward, by the time that anyone got there, and it's funny, the doula arrived at the same time as my midwife team. So there's three midwives and the doula. It was 4.50 in the morning. So I've been in labor since 11 p.m. and slept that first hour and a half. So I've been laboring for a couple hours there. By the time they all got there, uh, they could tell that I was quite far along. And they knew my birth plan, so asked me, you know, Emily, 
did you want to go to the hospital? And again, this was another time where I snapped out of my kind of zone that I was in. I call it a zone. I was just really focused. I call it, you know, I was snapped out of my zone and I said, F no, like I am not moving. And I just knew in my gut, I was like, no, absolutely not. And good thing, because after that they measured me and I was already 10 centimeters dilated. So it was, you know, go time. So, um, I only pushed for about 20 minutes. So Leo was born at 5.20 a.m. As I mentioned, no one else got there till 4.50 a.m. So it's a very good thing that I made the decision in the moment to stay at home because otherwise I would have probably had the baby in the car, which would not have been ideal. (laughs) So that all went super amazingly well, and I was just so amazed at myself and proud for just being able to do the labor a little on my terms. And it was actually a really beautiful experience for me. I felt like superwoman and I just wish that everyone could have some of that feeling when they have their birth story. But I know that's not always the case. And one thing I want to point out too was even though in my heart of hearts, I wanted a home birth, I was also super open to the fact that, you know, home birth and I should add unmedicated and no interventions, but I was also super open to the fact that if something was to go wrong, if there's distress, of course, C-section, like get, you know, that's what they're there for. I think that's a really important point because a lot of women just from stories I've heard and read, a lot of women go into a home birth, you know, really wanting it and then feeling almost shocked if it doesn't go exactly according to plan. So that's something I really want to keep in mind for myself even and for anyone listening that it's okay if it doesn't go according to plan. It's all good. It doesn't take anything away from you. I think that's something really important to kind of hold close to your heart. Now, I'd like to answer a few questions that y'all had. So first one, what are kind of the pros and cons of uh, home birth and home birth essentials? And would I do anything differently the next time around, I guess that means. So the pros for me were many. Um, One of the biggest ones was that it was, and I kind of mentioned this in the beginning of the podcast, but it was a way for me to have a little bit of control over the experience. So I was in my own environment where I felt comfortable. I knew the people there. Funny though, I actually didn't know two of the people. They called a midwife who lived in my building, Kelsey, shout out. She was awesome. They called Kelsey to see if she wanted to come help. And she did bless. And my doula, Sandy, and this was all, we knew this ahead of time, but there was a chance Sandy was taking exams during the time I might be going into labor. We knew this ahead of time. So it actually was Ariel who came the day of, and she was an absolute angel. I can't say enough about having that doula there the day of as well. So those were kind of the pros for me, some of them. And then the other one, biggest one I think was actually... um, the right after the birth, it was just so kind of calm and it was a really beautiful kind of 30, 45 minutes where Leo, you know, they lay the baby on your chest and they, Leo kind of 
already was trying to breastfeed and it was just such a kind of beautiful euphoric moment with the baby and I think that would have been very different in a hospital setting I'm not saying those moments aren't beautiful as well it just had this whole vibe to it that I really really loved um for me the cons I I the way it worked out for me there weren't any cons but that having said that that's because it happened to go almost exactly according to how I would have you know envisioned however I'm sure there are cons that people would say so I guess one con that I've heard from others is that you know if there is something that does go wrong heaven forbid you would have to deal with the stress of then needing to get to a hospital for example so I could see that as being a bit of a con but in my experience didn't really have any uh would I do anything different I think the next time I would plan to have the home birth so I would fully just go for it and get everything kind of ready and have it set in my mind that that's what I was gonna do uh because as I mentioned I was planning to do the very end of it at the hospital uh so I think it would have gone even smoother if I would have been just planning for it but who knows okay another question here uh where was it oh so was everyone supportive of your home birth decision that is a great question I think because it's so culturally ingrained here to have a birth in a hospital setting there's definitely a lot of people who might think that the decision to have a baby at home is a little bit crazy or you know at worst or at best a little too hippie for them which I totally respect it's it is absolutely not for everyone but in general my family was really supportive my friends were really supportive I think I got a lot of people just especially people who had been through it before just saying holy shit like that's pretty kick-ass that you did that so I think overall I had a really good response, I would say, but I think people know that I'm the type of person who's going to go for what they want and do what they want, regardless of people's opinions. But I think had I gone into the labor specifically saying I was going to have a home birth, I might have had a bit of a different response. But overall, it was great. Uh, that's uh, the last question there. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. And if you have any other questions about home birth or my experience, please don't hesitate to reach out. Thank you so much again for tuning in and have a wonderful day. Love y'all. Thank you for listening to Cool Mom 101 with Emily Kylo. If you liked our podcast, please be sure to leave a comment or review and be sure to tune in next time.